Romans 15, 13 tells us because of our trust in God, we can face the world with confident hope. The gospel is the power of God for salvation. But we must have fidelity to Christ and to the Word. The world is going to world, but we will contend. God, thank you for today. Thank you for your provision. It's Spring share 2021 on American Family Radio. What a great song. Sandy Rios with you. This is our first day of share What a great reminder. Asking for faith of Daniel and the lion's den. Because we kind of are getting in that lion's den, aren't we? We're just seeing glimpses of it, but we know that the fire is hot and we know that the threat is real. And so that makes our share even more poignant, more focused, more urgent, uh, while we can still speak, while we can still talk, while we can still encourage each other publicly, we need to do it. Our theme this year is confident hope, which is what we have. This is the thing I said yesterday I have the most trouble uh, explaining. I have trouble finding the words, and maybe during this share with all of us talking together, we can find those words. Maybe they're best found in Scripture. It's kind of hard to explain why in the face of all of this, we would have confident hope, but Romans 15, 13 is one of our verses. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so uh, thank you for joining us. Again, we're going to do news, but we're also going to just talk about uh, the the work of American Family Radio and how you can help. Uh, joining me every uh, spring and fall when we do share is my good friend and also my boss, the president of American Family Association, Tim Wildman. Tim, thanks for joining me this morning. Good morning, Sandy. Good to hear your voice. And it's a great day here at American Family Radio, as you say, our, our uh, first day of our three days of our spring share We always look forward to share And... Um, we have a $50,000 match going on right now. We call and what it, does that mean? It's called <laughs> a Get It Started Match is what I was told when I was walking in the studio here by our production staff. $50,000 match. That means for everyone who gives right now, uh, up to $50,000, their donation will be matched. So you double your giving, basically, is what we're saying. And we have a very generous uh, donor. Very generous supporter of AFR who's offered that uh, donation as a match. And so we challenge our rest, the rest of our listening family to help us meet this $50,000 match. So double your giving now. First day of share if you want to jump in and help us, here's the phone number. Just tell them when you call in you want to have this donation go towards that $50,000 <clears> match. Here's the phone number to reach us here at American Family Radio. And uh, I'm, I'm sitting here looking through the glass into the, uh, uh, I guess you could say, phone volunteer room. And uh, we call it share Central. And we have some folks who are talking to one another, and that shouldn't be. Uh, so we're going to disrupt their, their, their visit with one stop another. Stop talking. Uh, stop talking. Start answering the phone. Here's the phone number to reach us, to call us right now here at American Family Radio. Make your gift. Please be as generous as you can. 877 877- Six one six two three nine six. I'll give that again. Eight seven seven 
616-2396. Or if you want to give online, just go to AFR.net, AFR.net. You can also follow Sherathon there at AFR.net. I will say um, we've already had uh, 782 pledges this morning. Already. Wow, so, yeah. that's great. I know, isn't oh, that wonderful? that's great, yes, And uh, yes. just a few people, Sandy, and then we'll pitch it back to you for for news. Um want to thank uh, uh, some folks who've called in from, let's see, uh, John's called in, uh, James, well, it's Bob, David. <laughs> we, we're going down the books of the Bible here. Uh, Patricia, I don't think that's, is there a first or second Patricia? That you know of Sandy in the in the Bible? For, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think. So. Well, it could be maybe a first, second, and third Patricia, but I don't know about a first and second. Okay, Robert, <laughs> Thomas, Linda, Mary, Richard, William. We've had calls from uh, Mansfield, Ohio, Jackson, Tennessee, Tupelo, Mississippi, Searcy, Arkansas, Columbus, Mississippi, Florence, Alabama, uh, just all over Richmond, Virginia, all over the country. Folks are calling in. Uh, we have listeners all over the country, and we just thank you for calling in this morning. Again, let me get the phone number, 877-616-2396. You're listening to uh, day one of American Family Radio's Spring Charathon. As Sandy gave you the verse, our theme verse is Romans 15, verse 13, and it's called the Confident Hope Charathon, Sandy. Yes. Okay. So I'm all for that. And I do. I, it's not fantasy. That's the great thing. This is not fantasy. This is true. I've lived it in my own life. I'm sure many of you have, uh, where all hope was lost, all human hope. Uh, and yet you trusted God because of his character and his nature and because of the faith that in the, all the years that you've served him, you know he's faithful. And so you can have confident hope. Well, before I talk about the news, which kind of is the one that that kicks us in the stomach, Tim, and takes away our hope. Let's have a listener story. I love listening to what you have to say each spring and fall as you talk about what American Family Radio means to you. So let's listen. Hi, this is Amy from Illinois. I am blessed beyond measure by ASA and everything you all do to hold the line and help equip and inspire your listeners to do the same. I started listening to Sandy Rios about four years ago on my way to work. I couldn't believe how much information I had missed from the Talking Snake media. I have since become a stay-at-home homeschooling mom and discovered the AFR app. I now listen throughout the day, and I never have to miss my favorite shows. I love Abraham Hamilton III and the Addison. Such relevant, inspiring, and truly anointed Christian perspective. Not only am I more informed, but I also feel equipped to engage the culture in a meaningful way. I'm also much more aware of the many brothers and sisters in Christ out there that also know the truth. Wow, Amy. Thank you. Wow, yes. wow. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. I mean, that's, that's what it keeps me going, Tim, is just the response from people and uh, the fact that we are effectively communicating, and also that we're we're, we're really, uh, I start to say worshiping, that's not quite true. We do sometimes worship together, but we are in this together as brothers and sisters of Christ, and there, there's some great bond there as we face all this trouble. I think, uh, well, let me just say that the phone number, <laughs> by the way, if you'd like to help us, is 877-616-2396. That's 877-616-2396. Uh, obviously, the thing we have to start with today, Tim, in terms of news is the shooting that took place 
in uh, Minneapolis. It's a suburb, Brooklyn Center. Uh, Sunday afternoon, about 2 o'clock, this uh, 20-year-old kid, Dante Wright, uh, was driving. He was stopped by police for some, it seems, a minor uh, violation. I've heard what they say it is, but who knows. They stopped him. There is a video of it. Um, They are, um, I guess he's resisting in some form or fashion. He's standing up. The policeman is starting to cuff him. And rather than cooperate with the police, he starts to fight and he gets back in his car, and a female officer who has a camera on her uh, is saying, I'll tase you, I'll tase you, and she, you can see her gun pointed at him, her, what you think is her taser, uh, and he will not stop resisting, and she ends up uh, shooting what she thought was the taser, it sounds like, uh, and it was her gun, and she goes, and then she, I can't repeat what she said because it has an expletive in it, but she said, oh, I shot him, I shot, she didn't mean to shoot him. At least that's certainly the impression you get in this live uh, a live shot that we have, but immediately riots began to break out. Stores were uh, they, they're looting stores, uh, rocks being thrown. It turns into a full scale riot, riot. So the police chief, who is Tim Gannon, um, in his press conference yesterday, I think it's interesting to and it's just how the world is changing. Uh, he stands up to tell the press what's happened, and this is uh, the response he gets. And this is clip one. Yeah, just so everybody's clear, I was front and, front and center at the protest, at the at the riot. Um, we did not. There was so I was. We were being the officers that were putting themselves in harm's way were being pelted with frozen cans of pop. They were being pelt, pelted with concrete blocks. You didn't hear all of that, but they said uh, there was no riot. No, there was no riot. Don't say that. Don't say that, Police Chief Ten Gannon. This is the press yeah. telling him there was not a riot. Yeah, the, the, that was the press correcting him? That was the him? press. Uh, that was quote, the press. correcting him. Well, the, you know, the young man who uh, died, he was. Uh, there was a warrant out for his arrest. That was the reason he was being handcuffed. See, I didn't even know that in all that I read this yeah, morning. I didn't no, there was that. a warrant out for his arrest. Uh, he had, uh, what I read, he had evidently done this before, that is, running from the police. You know, what's what's not mentioned here, Sandy, and, and I watched the same video you did, and by all appearances, this is just a tragic accident uh, where the, uh, that, 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 let me just say this, I don't know how a 26-year-old veteran, uh, a 26-year veteran, of a police department mistakes a taser for a gun. I don't yeah, know. I don't, how, I don't know how that happens. I don't but either. It, but but it but it it did because of her reaction. Her mm-hmm. her immediate natural reaction was, "Oh my word!" And she didn't say that. She said something else. I've shot him. Now, what's what's never mentioned here, rarely in the press, uh, is that this would not have happened. If the young man had not resisted arrest and tried to get away, it appeared to me he was trying to get back in his car and drive away from the police. Yeah, he were, definitely was. Yeah. So, uh, so what I'm saying is, I, I don't. Uh, I guess most fair-minded Americans don't mind saying, "Well, the police, the police officer, should be fired or get into some kind of trouble uh, for this mistake, even though it was a mistake." It appears to me still. The consequences have to be had in some form or fashion because the guy's dead. Yeah. But but at the same time, in order to be fair, you have to say, 
but he also shouldn't have tried to to resist arrest and run and get in his car and run from the cops. Well, that's um, of course how all of this uh, propaganda and all of this uh, brainwashing that we're going through. This irrational, really, has nothing to do with color. You and I are talking about what's right and what's wrong, regardless of color. Yeah. The, the the police officer who shot him. Uh, by the way, her name is uh, Kimberly Potter. She is a 25-year veteran, as Tim said. I think she was the president of the police association for a while. Uh, very well respected. But obviously, what, what, how in the world does that happen? That she, that's, that does not speak highly to her skills. And she's white. So that's, you know, and then this kid uh, should have known not to fight the police. Right. He should not be doing what he was doing. So there's fault. But you can't talk about the fault of anyone except the white person. And the white police officer, now they're demanding, you know, her head. As a matter of fact, the city manager was saying, you know, basically he was saying, uh, there's due process here. We can't, there has to be due process. And he was fired then by the mayor for simply saying that, Tim. So we know where this is going. uh, Yeah. And it's very dangerous. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, it it reminds us again that the, the police officers have to make instantaneous decisions and I'm talking about just in a split seconds. And, of course, she made a mistake here, a tragic mistake. But it just goes to remind you how they have to make these split-second decisions. Yeah. And you all, you always should be cooperative. With if, he would, if the young man had been cooperative with the police, he'd have been handcuffed. He did have a warrant out for his arrest. They weren't pulling uh, – when they pulled him over for some kind of traffic violation or something that uh, if he would have just uh, cooperated – you know, he'd have been released when he went down to the police station and had his day in court, yeah. and uh, he'd still be alive today. Yeah, so. there's a lot more to say about this story, and I think we should come back to it in a second. But uh, we are in the middle of Sherathon. This is our first day. <laughs> this is our first day, and yeah. we're so happy. Uh, we have so many new listeners. Some of you have never been with us during Sherathon, uh, but we are delighted to have you with us for the first time. And if you'd like to help American Family Radio because you have enjoyed uh, the presentations, the various uh, a host that we have, the commentary, the encouragement, uh, then help us. Our phone number is 877-616-2396. We are listener-supported, and that means you. Uh, we don't get any big grants that we are listener-supported, so it's 877-616-2396. Bill Gates doesn't th- make any gifts <laughs> to, to, to American yes, Family Radio. Uh, George Soros, he's uh, one of our partners. No. 877-616-2396, 877-616-2396. go to AFR.net, AFR.net, and uh, keep listening because we'll give you more news, and we'll, you'll also hear from other listeners, which is fun. So stay tuned. Sandy Rios in the morning on AFR Talk. Hi, this is Fred Jackson, News Director here at American Family Radio and for OneNewsNow.com. You know, in the journalism business, we ask our reporters when they're doing interviews to kind of focus on five major questions. Who, what, why, where, and when. Now, the most important of those five, I think, and what makes us stand out from other news services, is when we ask the question, why? Why are things the way they are in our country today? Unlike other news services, our source of truth is God's Word. That's why we need you right now to continue to support us more than ever before. Our country needs the truth, the absolute truth that comes from God's Word. And that is what we do and strive to do on a daily basis with your help. So we hope that you will continue to support our mission to educate and motivate 
and bring this country back to God. My name is Garrett. I'm from South Dakota. It was a year ago. I was sitting in my suburban working security at night, and I love listening to sports. And our local college was on in the championship game. I couldn't pick them up because of weather. I couldn't get any channel to come in except AFR. That night on AFR, I listened to Adrian Rogers, David Jeremiah, and Dr. Tony Evans. All three of them said to come to faith in Jesus Christ. I thought I was with Jesus 20 years ago, but I've never obeyed or listened. I recommitted myself to Jesus Christ. I gave myself to Jesus a year ago, and I've been on fire for the Lord ever since. In fact, I don't even watch sports anymore. I'm too busy turning the pages of my Bible. And I owe all that thanks to AFR. Romans 15.13 tells us because of our trust in God, we can face the world with confident hope. It's Spring share 2021 on American Family Radio. So I can face my Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Sherathon, Spring Sherathon here on American Family Radio. Sandy Rios in the morning is the program you're listening to. I'm Tim Wildman, joining Sandy for Sherathon, and we'll be here till eight o'clock Central Time, forty roughly forty minutes from now. Sandy and I'll be with you. And the phone number, if you want to uh, make a gift uh, to American Family Radio, here's the phone number. And we have a fifty thousand dollar match going on. So if you want to give your gift, whatever you give now. Uh, will be doubled up to fifty thousand dollars so you know double your giving here easily by just making a phone call here's the here's the number to reach us here at afr 877-616-2396 again 877-616-2396 or if you want to give online go to afr.net afr.net and uh, uh, Sandy, I was, that was just a blessing to hear this gentleman from South Dakota. Garrett. Uh, Garrett. Yes. And what a thrill. Oh, Garrett. I, could I just say, Garrett, God bless you. God bless you. And welcome to the family. And uh, your life will never be the same. You've uh, signed up for some wild ride here that we're already on. <laughs> so. You know what, Sandy? We get so many. It's really, uh, I don't know right, the right word to use. Uh, but we get so many uh, folks who tell us they came across American Family Radio by some kind of, air quotes, mistake. And uh, we, we had one gentleman write us from <clears throat> from Texas. He's incarcerated. And he said uh, they gave him a radio. I guess he was in solitary confinement. They gave him a radio. And he said uh, somehow he got a radio in his cell. And he said the only two stations he could get. It was a Spanish-speaking station, and he didn't speak Spanish, and American Family Radio. <laughs> and he said that uh, he said that no no other station would come in, and he was so angry, he was so upset. He said he almost uh, smashed the radio, but he said that's the only contact with the outside world he had. So he began to listen to American Family Radio, and ultimately, uh, he said he got on down on his knees and gave his life to Christ, and huh. get, get the prison guard to get him a Bible. So, uh, that, and he wrote me a long handwritten note about this, uh, that came in the mail a couple months ago, wow, wow, but anyway, wow. we get, we get, uh, I had, I had another, uh, testimony. I, I mentioned this almost every share time. This was, a, 
a lady in New Mexico, no, a fella in New Mexico, I'm sorry, it was a lady in New Mexico, took her car to the mechanic. Well, uh, she came back to get it like three days later, <clears throat> and he said uh, uh, that he had been listening to the radio station that she had left on her, you know, on, on it when she left her car off, and he got hooked on listening to Dr. Adrian Rogers. <laughs> teaching the Bible used to and, be my dad's favorite. Yeah, <laughs> said he said he gave his life to the Lord. Uh, the mechanic did told the lady who brought her car in because she had left her car on American Family Radio, and he got hooked on listening to that while he was working on her car. I thought that was a very neat, that's that's very cool testimony. That's- yeah. All right. So, bottom line, though, um, the reason we can do this, and we are sharing the gospel, uh, even through the news. I've always said this. I've been doing it for decades now. Uh, that the, the the law is a, okay. Stay with me. The law is the teacher leading men to God. In other words, uh, the things that are right and wrong, whatever the subject matter, fill in the details, convict people of right and wrong. Which is the God that we serve is a God of justice, uh, a God of all truth. And so when we talk about truth and we talk about right and wrong, it draws people. And then they find out the source of that truth is God himself and his son, Jesus, who sets things right. He certainly will set things right. He will. Uh, he will establish justice, and no one uh, will escape the judgment of God. That includes uh, the good people listening, too. Uh, we will all be judged by him, and he will set things right. It will be God's justice, not man's. Thank God for that. Anyway, if you would like to give to us, we would we would be grateful. Our phone number is 877-616-2396. That's 877-616-2396. And before I launch into another soundbite out of Minneapolis, which I are out of Minnesota, I'd like to do that in a second. Uh, let me give you a chance. Let's listen to another listener story, one of my favorites. Uh, this is a treat. Here we go. Hi, this is Carrie from Virginia, and American Family Radio is a wonderful resource. From Sandy Rios in the morning, Dr. Dawson in the morning, I listen to them on the way into work. It is just a tremendous blessing to me in my life, the goodness that they bring and the goodness that they share. And then Abraham Hamilton III in the evening, even on the weekend programs, I just enjoy it so much, and it is such a blessing to me. Thank you so much, and I'm thankful to God that um, you are in my life. Oh, that's great. Carrie, thank you so much. And again, our phone number is 877-616-2396. That's 877-616-2396. Tim, I started the show with that clip, uh, the press, uh, the uh, police chief in Brooklyn Center uh, near Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, Tim Gannon. And he's telling people what happened with this shooting. Uh, He's basically saying, I was there all night, and it was at the riot last night, and the press... Say to him in this live press conference, don't say that. Don't say that. That wasn't a riot. He said, I was there. They were throwing rocks at us. It was a riot. It was an amazing moment. Mm -hmm. And a companion story to that, there was a CNN reporter live on the street. I hear your breakfast. (laughs) Oh, wow. There was a CNN live reporter on the street. And a a black gentleman uh, with a mask and I don't know what else he had on came up. And start. he was furious with her. I just think this is really interesting because I think all Americans are seeing what the news is doing to America. This is clip three. You need to listen. Here we go. Now uh, you can, you see. can see. Y'all be twisting up the story. You want to me? Do you want to talk yep. to me? Okay, cool. Talk. Don't take my mic, I'll but talk. we're cool. I'll okay. Go what ahead. Is your, what's your name? What's my name? My name is my name. All right. So tell me what you think about what's going on What I on think here. about this yeah. is all the press and all the extra I do. 
makes this worse. You think so? Yes. When we people want to protest, yeah. they shouldn't do it in front of a police. This, yeah, courthouse. Like that. You get what I'm saying? I want you to be careful. I want you to be careful. I really of what? do. Of anything that can of hit what? you. Of anything that can hit you. Look at of all the stuff. What? Of this. Of what? Of this. Do it look like I'm scared? No, you don't. Do it you look don't. like I'm scared? You don't. You don't. Exactly. Y'all need to get up out of here with all that twisting up the media ass. Okay. Real you don't know me, but we're going to get to know each other. That's you're what gonna we're going to get to know do. each other. Yes, huh? we are. Let's we see. are. We are. How you going to know me? I'm going to talk. I'm going to yeah, share a number with you. All right, let's do it. No, let's do it right let's here. Let's do it. All right, here's my here's my phone. Let's no, go ahead and share my number. Talk about something that's real. Tell me what's y'all real. Y'all just going to edit out the shit. We're live. We're live. And then y'all going to edit out some other We're live right now. We're not fing live. I'm live right now. I don't care if you live or not. Okay, but get away from here it. with all this that media that y'all doing. Right now. Look. We're with CNN. Then we're take live. that camera all the way to the up there. Then. We are going up there. That's take it all the way to the up there. Us. Y'all doing all the extra shit for the backhand shit to make Listen, people look all crazy than what they there. are. All right. Then you watch us because we're going. There. All right. So everybody's got a hot head right now, as you might imagine. That was Sarah Snyder from CNN. Now, here's the interesting thing to me. I don't know exactly which side of the coin he's on. It doesn't really matter to me. I think the point that we can all agree is he's talking about how the media twists things, and he's just saying, you're making it worse. Does anybody disagree that they're making it worse? But here's the other part. Uh, What I pick up on that exchange, Tim, is this sniveling white supremacism. Like she's trying to pretend as though she's his friend. I care about you. I don't want you to get hurt. And he said, do I look like I'm scared? He's a grown man. I mean, that is such a condescending. She's trying to uh, signal her white uh, supremacist, well, let's see, her anti-white supremacist virtue. Uh, And then he is, uh, then she's saying, here's my phone number. She's trying to act as though she's something she's not, when in reality, she's treating him with complete disregard and uh, like he's uh, not her equal. She should be listening to him. She'd just say, what do you mean by this? But she's not doing that. She's not having an honest intellectual exchange. She's, she's pandering and condescending. That's mm-hmm. what I take from that. And, um, but the bottom line is people of all stripes and colors are seeing that the media is making these things worse. I'm sure you would agree with that, Tim. Yeah. You mean if they just wouldn't cover it or what? Oh, no, they just they cover it. <laughs> they cover it in a way like he's they're not really talking about what's happening. Uh, they twist things. They stir the pot. They agitate. They make it even worse than it is. And if the cameras weren't there, uh, then they wouldn't. People would not be acting out that the way the way they act out. That's my position. I don't know if that's what he was trying to say, but I suspect it was. Anyway, yeah, I don't a, know what he was trying to say exactly. Except he didn't like her being there for the CNN for the CNN. Uh, you, you make things worse, and that's probably true when you give attention to people who are doing bad things. Uh, that usually encourages them to do. Or more things I, they were they were riding and looting the the uh, Dollar Tree last night. You see this? Yeah, I saw a bunch of the stores looted. Now, what can I, you get in the Dollar Tree? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they were also oh. in a liquor store. Uh, there was another. Maybe it was an auto stores. parts store, and there was a, there was some audio and a girl <clears> saying, "Oh, this is what I need. I need this." Then I saw someone in the parking lot dancing, you know, laughing, dancing after they've yeah. been, after why they were looting. Yeah, yeah you know, just, that has nothing to do with uh, what happened, the incident, really. No. That they just want to use this, those who would riot and loot, just want to use this as an excuse. Because going into these businesses, some of them are even uh, minority-owned businesses, and, and destroying them has nothing to do whatsoever 
with the incident or the, or the, or the justice or, the, you know, whatever the case may be with respect to the police officer, officers in this case and the young man who died. You know, I don't know what that has to do with the riots and, uh, and the, uh, and the uh, protest. Uh, well, this I, whole- peaceful protest, I guess I could understand, but not the riots. Yes, well, and it costs, what's it costing? It's costing black lives. Black Lives Matter is not about black lives. We all know that. Most of us know that. It is about... Um, it's about it's real about estate. Spreading, yes, and yeah, all the real estate, Patrice Cullors. I didn't even talk about that story yesterday. Yeah. They bought, what, five major mansions around the country, uh, luxurious mansions with all the money they've received so from corporate black lives America. Matter. Yeah. yeah, Black yeah. Lives Matter. Yeah. So they don't care about black lives, but they care about their particular lives, but in this regard, uh, Tim, they're making things worse. The press is making things worse, just like that uh, police chief who's trying to tell them what happened, and he, they're telling him it wasn't a riot. And they're saying to him, don't say that, don't say that. They are trying to uh, propagandize the American people, not really tell the story of what's happening. And then, of course, others are jumping in. We have, for instance, Rashida Tlaib, who is the uh, Michigan Democratic congressman, and she basically said, that this should be, it wasn't an accident, what happened. It wasn't. She knows, of course. And uh, she called for the end of all policing and jailing because it can't be reformed because, it's, because it is intentionally racist. And then we have um, our vice president, who's supposed to be in charge of the border disaster, who is doing nothing about the border, but she did find a few words for this. She says, prayers are not enough. Uh, Dante Wright should still be with us. While an investigation is underway, our nation needs justice and healing, and Dante's family needs to know why their child is dead. They deserve answers. Well, yes, that's all true, except that... Um, well, what does that mean? I don't know. Besides being a platitude, I don't understand what that means. What you just quoted the vice president, I know you don't have the answer necessarily, but uh, what, what does that mean? They deserve answers. Uh, as that well, it infers, of course, they're not going to get answers. That nobody cares because it's a black. I think, she's they, inferring that because it's a black young man that was killed, uh, that somehow police, the police, will not find the answer, and the all white. Uh, the vi- the video's there for everybody to see. What happened? Yeah, look, what what happened? Well, I'm not yelling at you, Sandy. What happened? It's okay. You can. Uh, what yell. happened was the the twenty the twenty year old uh, fella got out of the car. He was he had a warrant out for his arrest. The police officers were trying to handcuff him, and he started fighting them. And he started resisting and he started trying to get back in his car and could have run over somebody uh, he, first and or whatever the case may be. So they tried to stop him. She mistakenly used her gun instead of her taser. Uh, there was no targeting of a person because he was black. Uh, it was just a, it was a tragic accident that happened. She's going to lose her job. Her career's probably over in law enforcement. And that's it. And that's it. I'm, it's very sad and tragic that the young man died, but he wouldn't have died had he not tried to fight the cops, yeah. getting back in the car. So there's no there, – there, there, when, when, when the vice president says his family deserves answers, that's the answer right there. And uh, and so I don't, I don't understand what more – the idea that they were targeting this uh, fellow because he was black, I think it was an African-American cop that was, that was handcuffing him. I think I saw that correctly uh you know was i don't know i don't know how you draw that conclusion well uh, you do because you because you want you're trying to develop what we call the narrative and the narrative is that white supremacism rules 
and that uh, all whites are uh, white supremacists and all blacks are victims and all blacks are innocent and all whites are guilty. <laughs> that's well, basically that's, just, that's uh, racial critical race theory. Yeah, that's just foolishness. Well, it is, but it's very dangerous. And what hap- yeah. is happening with Kamala Harris and with uh, Rashida Tlaib is uh, that they, like the left, they're taught never to let a good crisis go to waste. So here's a great, this is this great, th- listen, I'm telling you, this is how the left views this. Black Lives Matter too. Oh, great. A black kid was killed by a cop. Great. We can use this uh, to further our, uh, our crusade. And so they, they are. That's what they're doing. And meanwhile, Tim, policemen are still in a terrible jeopardy. Um, and f- in fact, there was a guy on a bullhorn in a, a neighborhood yesterday. Several policemen were trying to uh, stop. I don't exactly know what the jurisdiction was, but they were standing in a line. And uh, this guy on a bullhorn is shouting at the police. And you should hear what he has to say. Let's listen. I mean, your boss, Hittipi County District Attorney Michael Freeman, on 5202, we make and we're going to make y'all move, too. So I need everybody to go to Brooklyn Center, please, um, pay the website. You go through the officers that are on duty, you pull up, there's him, and then you find their name. Then you put it into Facebook, and you put it into Instagram. Then you start taking screenshots of their family and who they are, and then what happens is, hey, bro, he, your, your, your Ooh, dad just killed my son. Look at his face when he said that. That hurt his No, 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 that's the reality. We're going to start getting their badges. That, you start that, doing pull-ups to their that. house. All right, so you, you get the idea. It's just in a bullhorn. He's encouraging people to find out who these policemen are and then go take pictures of their families, find out where they live, and we're coming after them. So that's how dangerous this is getting. And I would also yeah. add that the, the the actions and the tweets of Rashida Tlaib and uh, Kamala Harris are the very things that are encouraging that 20-year-old kid who just got shot to resist the police. Uh, instead of uh, enforcing the rule of law, they are undermining confidence in law and also spreading, uh, I think, um, overstated exaggerations about white supremacism to make black kids now suddenly, who've not been raised and racial injustice like their parents were in the 60s, but now making them fear everything, looking over their shoulder, not trusting. They're creating the problem, and they love it. That's why they're doing it, because uh, by creating this kind of chaos, they plan to take control. They're doing a great job. Uh, All right, if you'd like to help us, our phone number is 877-616-2396, so that we can continue to tell you Uh, What we believe is true in light of just God's wisdom, 877-616-2396 or go to AFR.net. My uh, guest host today is Tim Weilman, the president of AFA. We'll be right back with more of uh, your phone calls when we return. Sandy Reels in the morning, AFR Talk. Hi, I'm Bert Harper, co-host of Exploring the Word. During times of difficulty, we need hope. Real hope comes through a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ. AFR is dedicated to sharing Jesus on every program. Whether it is Exploring the Word, Today's Issues, The Hamilton Corner, or any other program, we make much of Jesus. During this share you can make much of Jesus by making your contribution. Together, we shall share the hope that is in Jesus Christ. originally from New York, now living in Humble, Texas. I'm a black male, married, Christian, 
now a Republican voter voting based on my values. And although I've always had a pretty good idea of what my values were during the 2008 uh, election, I voted for President Obama and actually voted for him twice. But I really had no political knowledge and neither did I know about the hidden agendas that existed in politics in America. But I thank God and I thank AFR Radio and uh, all of uh, the various Tim Wildman and uh, Brian Fisher and uh, Sandy Rios and so many others for giving me a clearer political, spiritual perspective and changed my life in such a drastic way. And I thank AFR for all that it's done to contribute to my maturity. Romans 15, 13 tells us because of our trust in God, we can face the world with confident hope. Back to Spring share 2021 on American Family Radio. So I can face my giants. I love that. I can't start talking because I want to hear that. <laughs> Give me faith like Daniel in the lion's den. And uh, I pray for that. And I know that many of you do the same thing. Uh, we want to face this stuff with courage. We don't want to turn tail and run. We don't want to deny our faith. We don't want to say things we don't believe. We, don't be, wanna be, we want to be willing to lose our jobs, uh, willing to lose uh, our opportunities, we want to be willing to be, be berated and disrespected. Uh, that's what I pray for, to be steadfast and faithful to the end, because that is exactly what God requires of us, and his, the reward is so great for having—because then you have him in your life in incredible ways. Tim Wildman is my guest. Tim, I just saw this great uh, video of a young Jewish girl. She, had a, she was raised in pre-Nazi—well— the very beginnings of Nazism in uh, Germany. She had a Jewish mother and a, a German father. And as the Germans began to stir the pot against the Jews, um, she began to be persecuted at school. She was loved to dance. She was just a little girl, and she she received heaped just just, just scorn was heaped on her, and it was very painful. And uh, her father ended up abandoning the family because of her Jewish mother and because the kids were Jewish. And then they had to uh, scrape for themselves, and then they ended up being sent to a ghetto. Uh, and then at some point, she wandered into a church, and a pastor there uh, talked to her about Jesus, and she, that's, she, she was Jewish. And right in that church, she accepted Christ. And then she, but that, of course, that didn't mean that things sorted out. Uh, her mother ended up being arrested, take, taken away from the kids. Uh, she ended up being put in a facility, and she and her sister escaped. As kids, they escaped. And they ended up reuniting with their mother in some kind of a, after the war. Uh, but the story was one of victory because even though she had nothing, my point, I guess, in telling this story is that she went through horrendous trials, but God protected her and her sister and her mother and brought them together at the other side of that war. So um, there are things that God does that transcend, you know, the stuff that we're going to lose, the jobs, uh, the stuff that we have, the comfort, the ease. There are things that are going to replace that that you can't even imagine now, God's presence being the chief of those. If you would like to help us, by the way, our phone number is 
877-616-2396. Tim, tell us what's happening back there at headquarters. Yeah, we're here in Tupelo, Mississippi. This is our national headquarters for American Family Radio. And uh, we have listeners uh, who come in to help us from all over the country. I was talking to a lady from Mobile earlier this morning who dri- driven here to help us answer the phones. And uh, we, the great thing is we're American Family Radio. We have listeners all over the nation. We've already heard testimonies this morning from uh, South Dakota and Illinois and Virginia. And uh, so we are truly uh, 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 brothers and sisters from all over the good the great U.S. of A. Here's the phone number, as Sandy said. Now, we have a $50,000 match going on. Somebody's given 50, said, I will give $50,000 to American Family Radio if the other listeners will meet that match, will meet that amount, a combined effort among, I know everybody can't give 50 grand, but maybe you can get 50 or 500 or whatever the case may be to help us get to this $50,000 match. If you want to do that and help us out, Here's the phone number and here's the website. I'm looking through the uh, glass here at Sherathon Central, and we have some. We have a few folks here who can help. Uh, who are uh, free to answer the phone if you want to call right now. Eight seven seven. Here's the phone number. Pick up the phone and call eight seven seven six one six two three nine six, and say I want to help meet this match. I want to. I want my gift right now to go towards that fifty thousand dollar match that Tim was talking about. 877-616-2396 or AFR.net. AFR.net is our website, AFR.net. Again, uh, our theme for this spring share is Romans 15, verse 13, which says this, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so we took from that uh, verse the uh, confident hope part and made that our theme for our spring share So we call this the confident hope share here on American Family Radio. And Sandy, you know, we hear this all the time. There's, there's uh, across the country, people try to find a news source. They try to find uh, a source of information that has a biblical worldview, uh, where where we look at uh, look at the events of our times through those lens, and it's 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 hard to find out there. And so a lot of people say, you know, I've finally found something, uh, a, a kindred spirit, if you will, when I listen to American Family Radio. The other part of that, Tim, is that. Um Great sources of news can also fall short because they can't tell the whole story. Right. Are we the whole story is that this is a spiritual battle, and so there are a lot of things happening behind the scenes that we can't see um, that are that God is moving prophecies that He has laid in place, and also just an understanding of the circumstances that goes beyond mere human reasoning. And so that's that's why I think American Family Radio is so crucial right now, because we can talk about all of this, uh, whether it's uh, faith issues or politicians or politics or whatever. Uh, there's, a, there's a deep understanding when you have the foundation of the God of all truth. And that's what we try to bring to you. We don't always succeed. I, I, we don't always succeed, but this is certainly our goal. And certainly we have the resources to do it, because we do know 
uh, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. I want to be. I have a couple of things of uh, interesting stories I want to share with you. It's actually I have a good story. I know. Good. I know. We need some good news. Stop Give the us press. Some good news. <laughs> well, before I do that, though, let's let's listen to one more listener story for today. I don't know who this is, uh, but I love hearing it. Let's listen. Hi, this is Alec Frank from Minnesota. We had a house fire on May fourth, and our whole family made it out okay, but. Our entire house is getting completely remodeled from the basement up, and we live in a camper all summer long. And there's two things that never change from the beginning until the end. One is God's sovereign grace and the words that he gave us in the Bible, and two is the inspiration coming from AFR. We played AFR in the house every day when we do homeschool, and we play AFR in the camper to get our day started. And uh, thank you to all you people on AFR that put out awesome inspiration, whether you're going through a house fire or no matter what you're going through in life, you guys are inspiring. Oh, so cool. Alec, thank you. Wow. What a story. And just kind of a little addition to the whole notion that the things that we have are not permanently ours. Holding, learning to hold to our things loosely and our positions loosely and our comfort loosely uh, because we don't know what the next step is here in this country. And our things cannot mean, cannot, cannot mean more to us than our faith in the Lord Jesus. And so it's time to, to examine our hearts in that regard, and that's one of the things I certainly I'm trying to do to help you do is I try to process it in my own life. But our phone number is 877-616-2396. It's 877-616-2396. Or you can go to AFR.net and make your most generous donation. Tim, um, I talked this week a bit about these uh, churches. I started last week, two churches in particular, that have been attacked in uh, around uh, Calgary and Alberta, uh, and um, the police coming in, stopping one of the services on uh, Passover, a Passover service, and in another case, a church I talked about yesterday where the police came in and put fences around it, and the Royal Mounted Police came and drove, put cars in the driveway so the people could not drive up, and so the 400 people came and sang hymns and uh, pulled across down the, the country road in front of their church. It was very, very moving. And so that reflects, of course, what's happening in this country. Thomas More Society is a, they're very, very good friends of mine. I have them on often. They're the ones that defended David Dalyden. They're, they're Chicago-based. Uh, they just had a great victory. And so I want to tell people about this. We haven't had enough victories. Um, the the uh, Devin, Gavin Newsom in California has been horrific, really, when it comes to churches and the ability to worship. And the Supreme Court has ruled against him four different times, five times, They've rebuked California for their draconian measures to shut down churches on singing and all kinds of things. But um, they, uh, they have finally relented, and churches uh, can't open up and worship without any kind of restrictions uh, starting right away. And just to give you some more detail on this, uh, it's that the case is South Bay United Pentecostal Church versus Gavin Newsom. Um, the fifth, the Supreme Court issued its fifth rebuke of California's religious discrimination. And so, um, anyway, there's, there's more detail, but that's enough of it. Isn't that good news? That's good news. Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course we had the, uh, the Supreme Court five to four, albeit, uh, or albeit five to four, uh, tell the, uh, governor of California, the government of California, you can't prohibit home churches or home worship services or home Bible studies. You can't, uh, you know, decide how many people can go or cannot go in California. So, yeah, it, you know, it's it's a struggle now, both in Canada. Canada doesn't exactly have 
a First Amendment like we do or as strong as we do, talking to Fred Jackson, a, a native of uh, Canada. They have something similar or akin to what we have, but uh, that was crazy. The government comes in and puts up fences, yes, physical terrible. barriers around yeah. a church. Uh, yeah, in it, Canada, in Alberta, Canada. Yeah, it's terrible. And in the, the other yeah. church that I mentioned last week, Arthur Pawlowski, their um, Polish pastor who grew up in Nazi Poland. Oh, I saw that. That went yeah. viral. You're talking about the yeah. guy, the pastor, <laughs> who shouted the health, uh, the police down and told him to get out? Yeah, you Nazis, you Nazis, you get out, you get out, you Nazis. Yeah, that one, yes. I guess the one. <laughs> yes, they left. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there, there are some, there's some good things happening. Now, yeah. here's another story okay. I want to share with you. This is different. This is, this is something I doubt you've heard. I hadn't heard it. Someone else sent this to me. This happened in uh, Montana. Two illegal aliens, Rafael Razindes, 23, and Enrico Garza, 26 probably believed they would be easily overpower Home Alone 11-year-old Patricia Harrington after her father had left their two-story home. It seems these crooks never learned two things. Number one, they were in Montana. And number two, Patricia had been a clay-shooting champion since she was nine. Patricia was in her upstairs room when the two men broke through the front door of the house. She quickly ran to her father's room and grabbed his 12-gauge Mossberg 500 shotgun. Resendez was the first to get up to the second floor, only to be to be the first to catch a near point blank blast of buckshot from the eleven year old's knee crouch aim. He suffered fatal wounds to his abdomen and genitals. And when Garza ran to the foot of the stairs, he took a blast to the left shoulder and staggered out into the street, where he bled to death before medical help could arrive. It was found out later that Resendez was armed with a stolen 45 caliber handgun he took over during another home invasion robbery. That victim, 50-year-old David Oberian, was not so lucky. He died from stab wounds to the chest. Um, and so the bottom line is this 11-year-old girl, properly trained, defended her home and herself against two murderers, illegal immigrants, and she and she's alive to talk about it. I thought that was a—no one's happy that those men are, die, are dead. I want to clarify that. Uh, but that is justice. She's an innocent child, and uh, they had just murdered someone else, and so that's a good that's good news to me. That's justice. Yeah, well, the wherewithal for eleven year old to uh, be able to have composure, be able to take care of herself like that—that's yeah, yeah. speaks highly of her parents. Uh, yeah, because sure. you think of what it might might have happened, Tim, if she couldn't have done oh, that. I, oh. It's just horrific, and yeah. so that's what just makes it like justice. We are wired for justice. God's people, I think everyone, I think God is word. That's why people are always saying, it's not fair. That's not fair. Everybody has that sense of uh, right and wrong and fairness in them, but it's been twisted. What's right and wrong and fair has been twisted by the world, but God is really ultimately the God of justice, which means what's truly right and what's truly wrong. And so that was truly right, uh, that that little girl was able to defend herself. Mm -hmm. Now I have another one for you. This is kind of not such a good story. This is weird. You want a weird story? Sure. Is this a UFO or uh, uh, No, or no, I wish it here? were. I'd rather tell okay. that story. Okay. This is a New York parent who is seeking to marry their own adult child. Uh, not uh, uh, divulging the name. We don't know what the gender is, but uh, a pining parent seeks to remain anonymous because their request is uh, an action that a large segment of society views as morally, socially, and biologically repugnant, according to court papers. 
Through the enduring bond of marriage, two persons, whatever relationship they might otherwise have with one another, can find a greater level of expression, intimacy, and spirituality, says the parent in the document. Um, Also, um, it says that the the spouses are unable to procreate together, so uh, obviously then it must be okay. So they're actually petitioning that a parent can marry his child, uh, Mm. his its child. I don't know the gender. Isn't that the weirdest, most perverse? Yeah, that is. We we live in a messed (laughs) messed up world. Good night, messed up country in many ways. Yeah, and also Tim just makes me in keeping with the theme. I was just talking about God. See God. Is a God of order. He took the chaos before creation, and he separated the night from the day and the sea from the land. Uh, he hung the stars in space, and he created the, the planets and the, the seasons, and he brought order to the chaos of this world. He did the same thing in terms of our sexual relationships. He created male and female. He designed the union between one man and one woman and their children. The whole design of family was his, and so uh, this is another case where we are so off the mark, and the only thing that can sort this out is God himself. And that's part of what we try to do is talk to you about God's view, as best we can understand it from his word. And we don't have the any of you who read God's word have access to the same resources we have. Uh, who was it? Um, oh, Garrett, who said from South Dakota earlier in the show when he called in, he said he'd just become a Christian listening and now he's, you know, in the Word all the time. I've, you, it changes your life. It orders your mind and changes your thinking and will give you the strength to face what's happening in this country. I promise that. Our phone number is 877-616-2396, or you can go to AFR.net and give as generously as you can. Tim, any 30-second word on what's going on there? I just want to say thanks to everybody who's called this hour. And who listen to Sandy's show each and every morning here on American Family Radio. We so much appreciate you uh, praying for us, praying for Sandy. And, uh, you know, uh, we just uh, want to say thank you. And uh, keep calling, keep giving. Because we, you know, the more finances we have, the more radio stations we can buy. The more radio stations we buy, the more people we can reach. The more people we can reach, the more hearts and minds we can change. The Lord will save people and renew people's lives, and we'll change this country. Yes, Hey, like all those dots connected right there. I, I like that. That's pretty good, dots. wasn't it? <laughs> I, was, I just came up with the, that. And the eternal value. Man, oh, Amen. man. Okay, 877-616-2396. Talk to you tomorrow. Sandy Riesel in the morning. <laughs>